think they're gonna die here. All right, we're live. Hey, you guys, it's another episode of VPR Radio with your girl Kiana, the goddess, and the one and only DJ FMI. What's up, bro? Uh, I'm trying to survive here with this bright light in front of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> VPR. <laughs> it's another Thursday where we, uh, we bring you some positive energy and, you know, some different outtakes and outlooks on this music industry and a few other topics that we like to touch on. So, Absolutely. you know, I'm always here for it. Always. So we, we before we bring our illustrious guest, Laura, um, to the forefront at 1130, she'll be coming in. And yeah. I do just want to give a little background about her because you remember T-Bames. You came many, 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 many times, FMI. So she was one of our many performers. And her energy is just off the hook. She's super talented. You know, she's a songwriter. She plays instruments. Um, she's really fun and very, very positive. So I've always felt really connected to her. Yeah. And uh, I'm watching her do big things, man. So it's good. I was like, we got to have you on VPR so you can talk about it. because. And I was seeing also a few things that she did on Instagram. She was on Girl yeah. Magazine. And she had all these dope performances, especially acoustic performances, where she's yes. playing these instruments. And I've been watching so VPR. She's very dope guest, and I can't wait for you guys to like meet her and you know just tap into what she's doing artistically with her music. Right, because you know how we are. We love the real elements of the art of the music. There's so many, so of many of our guests embody that, like you know um, Marcus Machado, who yes. is so talented. I mean, and we see him going off everywhere. So it's a blessing because we've had so many of these um, supremely talented guests. Derek Lindsay, I mean, all the instruments he plays, it's off the chart. It's just, you know, when I look back upon our episodes that we have on VPR, make sure y'all check that out on Spotify. Check that out on Spotify. Share, like, subscribe. Yeah. It really helps us a lot. It means a lot. But when I look back on the episodes and all the, you know, acts and, and the people that we've come across on VPR, you know what I mean? The entrepreneurs, the advocates, and uh, everything like that, it just it puts a smile on my face. Because I feel like, you know, we're, we're trying to show you diversity, mm-hmm. for one. We're trying to show you, you know, the positive side of humanity for the best part of it. And I always play yeah. out this crud news and stuff like that. So Because we have so much of that, right? And media yeah. stuffs all of the bad stuff down our throat, you know? Every day. Um, Every day. And it's it, it'll destroy your mind and it can consume you if you let it. <laughs> and I don't blame it, you know what I mean? Like I like we always touch on every week, these algorithms push towards things that, you know, that trigger us. Whether yeah. it be something we like, whether it be something that we don't like, whether it be something that we hate, it pushes us, it pushes it in our face. So we have to deal with it and mm-hmm. to get a response out of us. And that gets the money, exactly. the click me yeah. of money. So that's the thing. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But you know what? But Kiana, you know how I woke up feeling today? How partner? It's like this, man. As long as we've been in this music industry and we still dealing with artists that feel like they deserve everything. Mm. I'm not gonna say artists. Every musician feels like they deserve everything. Anyone in the entertainment industry. But can we really tap on what happens when these artists do these deals and when these artists aren't doing their shows and when these artists are going and uh, trying to get a budget for the radio and getting placed on Rap Caviar Mm-hmm. And they're wondering why they get 50k likes on Instagram, but when it comes to their album, they only get 5,000 sales. I wanted right. to tap into that, and yeah. the reason I bring that up is early on in the week, I seen uh, Meat Mill. Remember yeah. how 
two weeks before we just dropped the album Expensive Pains VPR. Yeah. Go check that out. You know what I mean? If you like me, Mel, whatever the case may be. But he recently came out this week. And I, you know what? Just and I took time out VPR. I wanted to get this right. So I'm gonna say it just like how he said it. This is Meek Mill's words. He said, I haven't gotten paid from my music, and I don't know how much money labels make off me. I need lawyers ASAP. Right. Now, it's an early Thursday morning, and I would like to take time to unwrap this, right, Kiana? You know what I mean? We yeah. see this every day. You know, every how day. much how much industry mixes do we go to uh, where we have these artists that, you know, give us their music or, you know, come to the club or and uh, want me to play their records for whatever reason, right? Right. When you have an artist like Meat Mill that has been signed for, I would say, like eight years now, it's been eight, nine years now, MMG, yeah. Rick Ross, and he's not even touching that money. Which is crazy. Yeah. And he's one of the top hip hop acts in the last 15 years. Think about it. He's but one of them. We, can we ask why he's saying just right now I need lawyers ASAP? <laughs> well, it's supposedly allegedly, right? For a while now, he's been trying to get off MMG. Because you have to understand, if you're signed to Rick Ross and Rick Ross signed to Atlantic or Def Jam, I don't know where, he, where his apparent company at now. Mm -hmm. But if he signed to him, it's too many people touching the bag. That's what it is. And that Every person is taking some. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, artist. And, and this is where you lose control of everything. And you have to be extremely careful because when you sign, that's the point when you need lawyers because you need them <laughs> to do a contract. Yeah. And, yes. and, by that time you're sitting there making a million, you have to understand that, all right, you're going to make a million, your manager wants 20%, then you have to think, all right, radio play. I'm going to have to give it to the certain entities to get radio play so they can run down and give it to certain DJs mm -hmm. because it's the relationships they have. You can't meet everyone. You're going to be your only one man. Right. Then you have to get all the rap caviar. You have to figure that out, how to get playlisted, and that's like another 50K. Right. Then on top of that, you know, the music video has to be shot where you're pushing one single for what? Right. Normally artists push a single for it. a few months. Think about it. You're doing all of these things to build your career and it looks great, but you don't have money. It's a loan. It, it's the biggest loan. You know what I mean? Normal artists get signed for street artists. They but start from 5,000. Doesn't it make sense though, right? If you're an artist, especially in this digital era to push yourself independently and build your budget to push those same exact things because through the proper networking and the right team and you and i already know the relationships we have in this industry are right they speak for themselves they speak for themselves. The thing. we that's are one karen civils that's yep. why she exists you know what that's i mean right. you can go to a kiana to get into all these these rooms it's because of the relationship that kiana has built with these people along in the industry and that's what you're paying for. That's what a lot of people get charged for, and they don't want to understand that. Exactly. You're not paying that DJ just to play a record. Yeah. You're playing that DJ to get his attention, also to give it to the masses, because he's going to make sure he does his job to get that record out. That's right. And so to it's, play the record in the proper rooms, and like you said, to distribute it and send it out. So there's so much more involved. But when you when you take the time, yay, Laura's here, so we're going to bring her in in one second. I see her guitar hanging in the back. That's lovely. <laughs> when you fund yourself right because think about the loans and stuff that you take out for school instead yeah. of getting that loan from the record label whom will push you but not pay you why not get the loan and invest in yourself i'm just saying they, they, but they're giving you a hundred thousand with the mind of they're going to make 1.5 million off of you and that's how there's they, no way 
And they get you a deciding bonus also. And that 100000 gets spent much faster than you think because now you want to be fancy to keep up with the lifestyle. Yes. Your mama got to get a house and a washer. From the label, right? got to have a chain. And on top of that, you have to get around properly from each event. Now, when I was at the label, they weren't telling the artists about all these charges that we were incurring on the back end of things. Yeah, of course, we were signing them and they were getting the 20000 extra on a bonus. But we knew even on that bonus, we were collecting 40000 just for giving them that 20000 bonus. Right. So when you're when they're online coming to us every weekend when we were sitting there and they're telling us, hey, yo, my likes is up. My views is up. Yo, you see me? I'm, I'm killing it out here. Rolling loud. Remember, right. every artist doesn't get to perform a concert like a Drake. Right. Okay? Little Dirk is still doing holding the wall clubs and shows like that. And Lil Durk is the top selling artist right now, Lil Baby too. And they're not right. selling concert arenas and they're struggling to fill seats. Meek Mill just had a concert in New York City where he brought out every big act. Every big act in New York but City. But was that funded DJ. from the label? You know what? It's not, it's not even that, but it. But you have to think about it this way. He's doing all that for Madison Square Garden and, he could, and he, he's having a hard time filling that out with Lil Uzi Vert on the card, with A Boogie on the card. You, so you understand, mm -hmm. what is that going to translate back to his sales? If right. you're having problems filling out New York City and you're only 100 miles out from Philly. Plus you have to pay all of those other artists that you brought and up. It's mad, and it's the Barclays. Think about that. Nah, you get what I'm saying? And, and, and your album, and his album did he even, what, did it go platinum? I don't think so. I'm not sure. But no idea. all that money coming out from the label to get all these headlining acts in here, VPR. You get what I'm saying? For these huge concerts and shows, and it's not returning in sales, that means you're in debt. Most of these artists are in debt, I would say 1.5 or more, because it takes a lot to break an artist. It takes, for one record, a successful record, it takes like 60K. And that's just to get it to where it needs to be. I want to I wanna definitely bring Laura into this, because as an artist and as an independent artist, she definitely knows the semantics. Hi, Laura. Hey. I walked in at a good time. I'm like, yeah. sure <laughs> I, I saw, I saw the head nod not over there, there. So, so I, I, I want to get your commentary. Yeah, I mean, as an indie artist, I actually just signed a distribution deal with Sony Music. So I'm in a different tier. It's not a record deal. It's a distribution deal, which I think is really smart. Um, because, you know, record deals are... Believe me, I've been offered some some whack deals in my in my time. Right, right. Uh, distribution's cool because you can work with the label. You know, I'm working with Sony Orchard and Soulbold Entertainment, and you can work with them with distribution and really get a real plan because it is a crazy out there. And you know, now I'm hooked up with the booking agent, which is important. That's really what I want to do: get out there and play. <laughs> let, let, let's, let's talk, talk about, about that. that because because what said, I think you, you, Canada, we're getting a little bit of echo. I think you came in at a really good time, time because, because connected to that. And that. I want to talk about, about your independent journey. Oh man, yeah. Uh, well, my dad. Can you tell us about, about yeah, like yeah, how like that began and why you you denied, denied these deals? Well, my dad um, was signed to Columbia Records when he was 19 years old. My dad has been in the Philadelphia international scene since he was a teenager he he wrote for teddy pendergrass he toured with amazing artists for the philadelphia international scene in the 70s so my dad was really really 
knowledgeable with the music about the music industry. Um, I always came into music because I love it. I want to I want to sing like I want to sing. I'm I'm a soulful kind of singer, and you know a lot of these labels they give you a deal and they uh, they try to take the soul from you. They took all the soul from me. I am not a pop <laughs> singer at all. I am not a uh, you know. I remember about five years ago I was offered this crazy deal, and I remember I walked into this bar in New York, and uh, the guy he wanted to meet with me. But the funniest part is I've had a lawyer since I was like young because my dad you know hooked the music lawyer, and uh, which ain't cheap, everybody. Uh, uh, you know, he wanted to meet with me by myself and I was like, no, no, no. So I ended up bringing my dad and the lawyer and the guy just froze there and he was like, oh, oh, I'm just, I just do tour management. I, I, I'm not, there's just so many people in the industry that, uh, aren't who they say they are. And then when you meet the real people, it actually is really validating. You know, <laughs> you know just to, just to, just to, touch, to on touch on it, it everyone, everyone has their, their ulterior, ulterior motives, motives when it comes to the music industry. Yeah. And if, and you know, they're going in spotlight, and normally we try to see the talent would take you to that where you to be. Yep. But definitely you could have a backing, at least to have your lawyers and things like that. A lot of artists, especially now, do not have that luxury to understand that and how beautiful that you had that. Yes. I mean, it's 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 not something I keep all the time because I would go broke because I'm an artist, still an artist. But, you know, it's important to bring in. And there actually are sites that I always tell people. You can get uh, music lawyers for very cheap, actually, if you want them to look at like certain documentations. Like a lot of the past deals I did, I just kind of hired one from not LegalZoom, but it was something like that. You know, there are cheaper ways too that I always want to tell people because it's very important. You're gonna, I mean, there's a lot of fine print. You're gonna sign. <laughs> you don't know what you're signing, so <laughs> sometimes. And and, and I was just talking about that in regards to Mill saying, saying I need I ASAP. ASAP. I'm like, I'm like, where, where are, are the lawyers that you had before you signed the contract? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's it's a like, lot of stuff. It's, you know, you have to look at it. Names are being passed around. The record, I would say that the music industry isn't made for the artists to make the most money. It's the labels that have been making the most money for, you know, for as long as we know it. Mm -hmm. Why would they Why create a system, system where the artists are coming in and they don't need them? You know what I mean? The artists that have them have the Frank that have leveraged their album and completely owned it and used it to propel themselves into where they need to be. We're in a different time now, which is good. We're kind of moving past that, which is good. That's why I like distribution deals because it's really amazing. Okay. You know, so I did see that you were featured on Girl Magazine. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, actually, that was one of the really amazing features I got. I got on the cover. Um, I was on Go Magazine, Guitar Girl. Um, basically, I've been, during COVID, I wrote so many positive songs. And um, to get myself out of it, I'm in my loft right now, actually, where I wrote everything. And um, I just wanted to start releasing independently some happy music because everyone has been so down and um, a lot of press has reached out yes and, yes and um and then that led to where i am now creating a ep for sony orchard and i'm doing a christmas album too which will be out december 1st all soul funk christmas album you see and this one is me gpr the feel good positive music after a year of covid and everyone just fighting with each other over over every different different political views or whatever the case may be 
we need we some, need some unity, unity and some, some, some warmth, warmth with people's music. music. Not everything that can, can be watched. Be watched. Everyone's been negative, so I'm trying to bring this to and, and I think we're living in a negative world. And you guys, I apologize. I can hear the echoing. I don't know. I can hear the echoing. Yeah, we can definitely hear it. So I just actually wanted to lead and tell us about the distribution deal, why you do that, and how you are using it to leverage your career. Well, it's interesting because uh, I've been really hardcore on Instagram. I'm an Instagrammer. I like Facebook, but I'm an Instagrammer. Um, so, so, so Bold Entertainment reached out to me, which is a phenomenal management company. And um, he works with Sony Orchard out of Sony Music. And, you know, they messaged me on Instagram. And I was like, really? Is this like, you know? And then I quickly saw that it was the real deal. And, um, you know, Douglas, who is the CEO, he really gets me. I'm doing a lot of R&B, soul, funk music. And um, it's it's great when someone understands your music. They're not trying to make you do something else. So I've been working so closely with them. Um, the EP I'm so excited about. I just released the first single called Reverberate, which is now out. And the music video will be out soon on the Sony site, which is really exciting. And then we got the whole Christmas project. And then after the Christmas project, the whole EP will be out. So I've been busy. But uh, it's it's really cool, the plan they have in place. And I'm excited. Now, quick, quick. How do you go, do you about, go about this album? This album? What is the what mind, is mind state, state when you're going to put that? Like, like, we have to write every song. song. Like, like, how do you, how do, you do, it? do it? Well, luckily, a lot of these were already done. My dad has a professional studio, so I'm definitely, um, I'm very happy to have that access that not a lot of people have. My dad, you know, we had written a lot of Christmas songs over the past, like, five, six years. So, um and they're all really soul-driven, and uh, they all fit perfectly. It was kind of weird, but I'm, I think I was destined to put this together. <laughs> we can't wait to hear it. Please, please, you send us yes. some of the songs in our playlist for Christmas. Definitely. Yeah, because, because I agree with that, I really need that positivity. Um, and, you know, you hear it, and it's always been great, and you express that, that music so well. well. Thank you. I remember when we Very met, well. we were like, Absolutely. So tell so us tell how, how during, during these dark, dark times, times right? right? Because, because we've all been living through them. Through them. You've been able, been able to maintain this positivity and say, I want to go into the green and put some of the good stuff out. I just, I think I'm like a very naturally spiritual person. And that's been helping me a lot. I'm very much into Zodiac. I'm, I'm, I know you guys are Libra, king and queen. I'm a Pisces queen. So, oh, wow. She's a real fish. Is she a March Pisces or February? March. Um, see, I'm February. I'm like, I'm like cusp of Aquarius. Um, nice. I'm just, you know, I, I got really into, uh, you know, all the over COVID, there's spiritual books. I'm crazy. I'm like real hippie. And uh, I just, I couldn't take the negativity anymore. As he said earlier on Facebook, people are politically crazy. And I I think I just, I, I'm a vegan. I run a lot. I try to keep my, fuel my body and just feel happy. And, and people, you know, as an artist, I think, and even hosts, we have a responsibility to kind of encourage people to be happy because who else is going to do it? I mean, we have big celebrities out there, but I think everything's so are better. Exactly. 
I agree with you wholeheartedly. I feel like we have a responsibility to Absolutely. So, so what, what I'm looking I'm at some of your performances right now, right? Right. And I'm looking at Nashville, Tennessee. Woo! Explain to me how you felt before you hit that stage. Oh my gosh, that I think the one you're watching is with my logo in the background. Is that the one? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. That was, was a pretty sold, big. Sold out crowd at Third and Lindsley in Nashville, and it's funny because I'm not country at all. So I I walk in there, you know, with my family band doing soul music, and uh, the audience loved. Like the Nashville audience was unbelievable. There's like there must have been two thousand people there. I don't even know. Fifteen hundred. I could be. Who knows? It's a lot of people. I'm watching I'm the performance. performance. It is a, it lot, is of a lot of people. <laughs> they were tuned in. They even like mentioned my dad's left hand bass the whole time. They oh. are music fans. So that I was that. that was a great show. Okay. Okay. And, and what is, what it, is the it the recording process, process like for you when you when you do studio? What are five essential things that you need? Five things I need to record. Five, five things you need to record. Hot tea. Mm. Tea. I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm a tea drinker. That's because I don't okay, have to okay. wake up early. Um, <laughs> candles. Good energy. I've actually started lighting incense recently. What kind of candles? Because I'm just getting into candles now. You know, it doesn't matter. I, I like, you know, like fall kind of scents. It's so pumpkin spice. With me. Like pumpkin spice? <laughs> I like vanilla, you know. I love like vanilla. Lavender I like like it, the the feeling as if I was getting a massage when I go to record. Yeah. It has to be chill, even if it's an upbeat song. It's got to be a, a good a good vibe, and I have to be in a good mood. You know, I can't be all right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep people worked up. Making making, making fun, fun positive, positive music. music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same punk. Your lover, the river. <laughs> 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 I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what we like to do here on Thursday, we like to give a positive message and hopefully we always, you know, leave that. So by the end of the interview, I definitely want to get your outlook on positive living. Living. Okay. And how you keep your positive mindset. If you could tell some of our fans about that now, my viewers. Like I said earlier, I I run. I have my running is my drug. I'm a big runner, so that I don't even like music. A mile a day. Oh, eight miles a day. I'm crazy. Oh, no, 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 no. We can't do that. I can do one mile a day. I legit do one mile, at least two miles. No, I'm a runner. I'm a runner. Did you run track in school? Yeah, I did all track. I did soccer. I did all the... But for me, it's like a mental thing. I'm a Pisces. I'm telling you. I was born February 20th, which is funny because Aquarius is February 19th. So I kind of have a little bit of those traits. But I heard there's no such thing as the cusp, but who knows? There, there is, is. the total. total. Don't, don't you see it? it? Um, um, if if I'm, I'm like, like Pisces from, from one side to the next, and you see both. Yeah, I'm an outgoing Pisces. Some Pisces are. I don't know. Depends. Yeah, it does. So what's driving you? What's driving you? Well, I love that I have projects in place from Sony Orchard. So I have the EP, which is going to be an R and P. R&B pop album, so I have a lot of sexy, sultry songs on there, and I also have some 
very uplifting songs. It's funny because I started one album and then I kind of shifted to this album. So the, the other songs are going to take a little break and we're going to move to this album. So it's going to be, I've just been writing and writing and writing a lot. I kind of love having that project ahead of me because it's something to look forward to. And how, and how long, long does it normally take you to take work, work on your project? Because I know some artists it's a week, some artists it's a month, a year, a lifetime. Well, see, I have a deadline, so it's quick. I work with my dad, who is an unbelievable player. So, you know, it's, it's easy. He plays every instrument. He literally just taught himself how to play the harp, and that's on one of our songs. It's crazy. So it's, it's pretty quick. When you're in the zone. I'm going to send you this song. You guys are going to be like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't do that. I love it. It's so, oh. and it's and such a beautiful Because there was something missing from this one track, and he just, boom. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's, it's, right. Can, can you can imagine if my mind is still a harp? What? I mean, we need more. We need more diversity with our artists playing different instruments. Okay, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? I'm here for it. Me too. I'm I'm present in the council. So Laura, so, so, tell us about, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. tell us tell about any upcoming live shows that you have and how everyone can find you. Because you, you said you're an Instagrammer. Instagrammer. Oh yeah. So that what you like to connect as with the audience? Yeah, I'm on Facebook, of course, as you can see, I'm on here, but uh, Instagram at Laura Cheadle Music. Um, yeah, I have a uh, Christmas show coming up on December 18th in Pennsylvania, right outside of Philadelphia. I have a New Year's Eve show outside of Philadelphia, but I just signed with a great booking agency, so I will be touring around the country coming up, so you guys can check me out. I'll be doing all new material, and LaraCheadle.com, just like Don Cheadle, Uncle Don, Laura Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, Let's touch on that. that. <laughs> You said you, you have, said a, you book have a book that you're going to start traveling and putting up? Oh, booking agent. So I'm booking gonna, agent. Booking okay. Agent. Yes. Okay. Actually, I should right now. Remember the book. I don't know about that. <laughs> can, can we talk a little bit about money? I see money is in the building. building. Um, can, can we, we talk, talk a little bit about, about that? that? What, what that means to sign a booking agent and why that's important for any musician really wanting to build their career. The booking agent is um, once you get you know management behind you and distribution, it's really important to have the shows in line because I live in Philadelphia, so you know I can only go as far. I've done a lot of touring. I've toured with a lot of acts, but um, having a booking agency in place to put you in places for TV, radio, and is really important. And it's it's hard to do. It's not an easy thing. I've been at this a while and. Um, I think especially with a new release, you got to have that. Even if you play locally and you and you promote your album, it's really important just to get out there and people to see you. You can't hide behind your screens. You got to get out there and meet people. That's how I met you. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, that is true. so true. You know what I mean? I, mean, I know the I know internet has so many different, different perks, perks as far as like meeting different, different people, people, but it's, it's nice to nice see an artist. artist in their element, element as far as on stage, stage and when they're doing what they love. And they're not worried about marketing. They're not worried yeah, about worried posting, about on, posting Instagram. on Instagram. Exactly. Doing a TikTok, doing a TikTok video. video. Exactly. It's like even the same in relationships. Like if you meet a friend in person or like a love interest, it's so much more fun if you meet them in person. You see everything about their face or mannerisms. You get to see who they are. So I think in person is so important. That's what I have maintained my whole yeah. life. COVID was rough, but it's great to get out there in person. 
yeah, yeah it's, it's the prices prices and music to connect with one 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 oh yeah, yeah. the interactive are different, different way different <laughs> so so as i sit there go to youtube you, you have a plethora, a plethora of videos, of videos. I'm looking at shine this lifetime. Yeah. Explain to me the writing process behind that and what you thought when putting that song together. So that actually was released right post COVID. This this won't be on the new EP because it didn't fit the vibe. However, this is very me. It's like a modern disco song, and this was birthed right here where I'm sitting. I was playing right here. And this was exactly about shining through any pain, any negativity. And I love this song. And I hope a lot of people just listen to it and dance. It's like a fun... And I'm showing off my pipe. Sometimes I do this low little voice. This song, I'm belting key changes and going crazy. <laughs> VPR, when we have artists that genuinely love what they're doing, I'm just looking at it. I'm trying to see music. It does have a habit. You know what I mean? You, know what I mean? Have the message message you have to be you out partying. Or you have to say this derogatory word. You know what I mean? And it's a refreshing the palate. Well, you don't dress or look this way. Right? Exactly. You've always been so free spirited. Like, you always look amazing. But, you know, I can't even think someone in you. Putting you in a body dress and five heels. You know what I mean? It would be so uncomfortable. I could do it, but this is way more fun. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, you are who you are. Like, like, you want to sing something, you want to be who you are. And that's what I said since birth. I always knew who I was. And that's one thing I never struggled with. I always knew who I was. I remember when I was three years old, I said to my parents, do you remember when I was big and you were little? That was pretty trippy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You remember I gave birth to you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm an old soul. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, Laura, so, tell us a little bit about, about some of some the hardships coming up in the music industry. industry. Have you ever had bad, bad contracts, contracts, certain friendships, friendships that went awry? Uh, uh, tell us anything about that? about that. Yes, I won't get into detail, but, you know, I've opened for some very famous people that were not very nice. And I always said if I was ever in the headline slot on that capacity... I would be so nice to the opening act because we were all there before. I won't give any names because I never burn a bridge. It's something you should learn in the music industry. But then that's again, true, I, true. I opened for, um, this is really great. I'm going to name him Peter Tork of the Monkees, who was my parents' generation, actually older than my parents' generation, really the Monkees. But um, he he recently died a couple years ago and my mom was so starstruck he helped us load our equipment in he watched our sound check he brought my mom on stage that's how you do it and i think you i'm more often i remember the good and the bad of course the bad gets in there um but you know i think everything has led me to here and that's where i'm happy to be i love that i, I, I love, love the way you life, life and the approach, approach. You know, you know, good, 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 good for that to extract more good, good from it. Mm -hmm. Because it's bad is just going to eat you alive. So that's what I've learned, especially in this business. So, <laughs> so I would I like, like you to lead us, lead us with our, our thought, thought for the day. day. You're, You're so positive and wonderful. I want you to just guide us into that. that. I always do my hippie thoughts on my Instagram. I don't know if you've seen them. I'm here I'm for it. For you it. can say a few. A few. I want to hear it. My hippie thoughts on Instagram are more like, if you were in any decade, what were you in? Like, I do, like, really dumb things, but it's fun. Mm -hmm. 
Can I, uh, can I answer can that PPR? Yeah, I want to know. What deck do right, right, you would have been in? I've never been asked this PPR, and I'm here for it. All right. So I want to say the 50s. But because of the music, music, that's the only that's the only thing I know. Just the music. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I'll I'll go seventy. Seventy. Give it. I'll give it. I'll give it opportunity. I want to try and throw. I want to get some hair on the chest. Older. I'm going back like either the 1800s. I knew you were going to say that. I don't know why. That's cool. Yeah. Like the 1920s. Why? Why? I think they're my area. I, I don't I, know. I, I feel just, just connected, connected to both of those, those areas for some reason. Always, always in the past. And I cannot wait, wait to get to, to, to the, the Great Gatsby, Gatsby party, party oh next month. month. I already opened my outfit. I want to go. Party for the longest. I can do that on the way Hey, I was like, no, I am there. That is so I need to watch that movie, too. It's great. And you need to read the book. I would love to. I actually love it. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> I'm going to try. He's like, give me those cliff notes. Nah, nah, nah. Read, all your books all day, Laura. I can't. I can't. When I'm driving, me too. I got I'm you. I'm a podcaster. I would have been in the Woodstock. I always say, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I died at Woodstock or something. On stage with a guitar, just <laughs> going, going in. in. I'm all about the free love. Let's go. No, it's good. Yeah. PG, Yes, but you can continue, you continue on, on with some of your hippie thoughts also because I want to hear that. I want to leave on a positive note with VPR with our listeners. I just think it should be, you know, I always put thoughts in my story. Just I think just being kind to people is like the simplest thing in the world. Because I, you know, sometimes you see someone like walking around there. I remember one time I was on a plane. This is going to be, a, this will be a short, but kind of lengthy thought. And this, this uh, flight attendant was so mad and she was just so angry. And she was like, duh, duh, this is my last trip to California. And I just looked at her and I said, are you okay? And she starts crying and said she had been on for like three days straight, wasn't off. And it's, and I could have escalated and been like, what Don't the hell? This is my. It was a freaking like spirit. It was like a spirit airline flight or something. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, just be nice to people because I think that will make such a difference. It does. The, those, those little, little gestures, gestures mean everything. Yeah. Know? And she appreciated it. She's like, oh my gosh, someone actually asked me how I am. Right. right. And I'm now, for three days, probably angry for at least two. two. Mm -hmm. And you're the only person that's that having you okay. Everyone's screaming at her, but the right, thing, right. oh my gosh. Right, so right. that's just an example. But yeah, I don't want anyone throwing pretzels, throwing pretzels at me, 30,000 oh, feet in the air, spilling my coffee. Flying I get it. I get fun. If I was rich, I'd probably really be enjoying it. Okay. Hello. <laughs> VP, I want to make sure y'all tune in every Thursday and of course share, like, and subscribe to content because we really appreciate it. And make sure you guys follow the one and only Laura, please. Can you say yeah, at, yeah, yeah, please. at Laura Cheadle Music and just type in Laura Cheadle, you'll find me. That's right. Google, Google, Google her, yo. Google me. I'm everywhere. Hello. And her Instagram is really on point. I need to get my Instagram like yours because I'm seeing it. 40K. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> and I definitely look forward to coming to one of your contests because I've been watching them on YouTube. 
And I just, I was in center. Was it your album release? I think so. She was killing it. She was dancing. She was in it. Kiana, 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 Libra Queen. I'm telling you. You rock. Can't wait to see you kill the stage again. And please make sure you get us your music for our playlist. Oh, I will shoot that over. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. too. VPR. Oh, our voice are back to normal also. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. myself echo. That's great. The echo, her loft. She was bringing all that energy. She was bringing so much. Yeah, you know what I mean? She was in an acoustic studio. Reverberation. That's exactly what you see. VPR, like I said, I'm happy to be here. You know, we try to touch on a lot of topics, especially what we spoke about earlier when it came to these contracts and how the label really spends these money. So today I woke up. You, she's had a lawyer from the very beginning, and yes, and that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? If anyone's handing you money, just know that it always comes with a caveat. That's anything in life, doesn't matter if it's not, they're not asking for it today, they will be coming back for it tomorrow in a different fashion and form, whether it be a favor. And the music industry is completely built off of that. So, I really wanted to wake up today and stop idolizing these, these record labels as. They're gonna save you from the hood. They're gonna save you from this abuse. They're gonna let's stop idolizing these entities that are just giving out loans. If you want, if you want that, go to the bank. Idolize them too, because they're doing the same thing that the labels are doing. But they're just maybe a little bit more upfront. That's right. And, and be upfront and learn your business. Get get your credit up. Go to the bank. Get the loan and invest in yourself because. You saw Laura. She's an extremely successful artist. Yeah, forty k on Instagram, not bought. You're sitting there. You're you're seeing the shows, Edward, sold out shows for you know globally renowned artists. I mean, you you have to put the work in. This this woman has been working her butt off as long as I've known her for sure, and she's just getting better and better. But if you want to be an artist, you have to recognize the time, the effort, the money, the networking. And like she said, also not burning bridges. Okay. Stop coming in and thinking that people owe you and realize yes. you need something from almost everyone that you Everyone. Because you're just doing one part of the work by creating music. Not everyone's going to fall in love. It takes a lot of things to pop as far as an artistry. You may see it on YouTube that think it comes overnight. It does not. You know what I mean? It's just the beginning. And the easy part is about getting in the door. The hardest part is about keeping it up. That's to keep right. that fame. Because after you get that loan and you can't, Jabs, boy. yeah, nah, it, you know what I mean? Because I, 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 I talk with so many line. artists that are signed right now yeah. and they're running around and they're on tour with some of these uh, headlining acts and they're telling me, yo, F, bro, like, yeah, I'm touching 5K for this show, but like, it's already 1500 to continue getting around and then I got to buy food and then these Airbnbs are costing. That's taking 10% or a booking agent. That's taking ten percent. Yeah, you have to understand. Your lawyer has a lawyer. Your your record label has a lawyer, and of yep. course they're going to recommend you their lawyer so they can get their interests met. You know what I mean? You're just an asset to them. That if you don't sell what they think you're going to sell after that album drops, we ain't going to hear from you. And really, you're not oh. even an asset to them. In all honesty, because right an asset to them, they would actually invest in you, right, for the long term. You're just another artist going through the pipeline. So if they say, okay, 
you're an interest to them, but your interest could be diminished and you could be replaced easily because what there is not a lack of is, is talent in this world. At all. You know what I mean? I was just watching recently before we hopped on VPR. Uh, I was watching a little Dirk. He was at the Howard homecoming and I thought about, uh, I thought about what's his name that we had him on Urban Wall Street. Oh yeah, and everything like that. You know what I mean. So I thought about him, and while Lil Dirk was performing the show, the crowd wasn't lit enough, Kiana, for him. And he's right. just like, "I was supposed to do four more songs, but y'all ain't lit enough, so I'm out of here." Okay. And when I said that, I was just like, "Damn, it doesn't matter how lit they are; they paid you. You dig what I mean?" And I get it. You want you want to always have a lit crowd. Your management team is supposed to always have that that facade painted for you that you're the biggest thing in the world. If your crowd wasn't lit enough, you didn't do your job right because your job is to light the crowd up. Maybe you were doing music that was not connecting with them. And that means you segue to something else that will connect with them. And that is the job of the artist as well, man. I'm so tired of these lazy artists that are conditioned like you owe me, you owe me, you know, I'm this, I'm that at the end of the day. They must not have been feeling it. Howard, you see how Howard yes, I'm sa- you know what I mean? And they're a little dirt. You're a little dirt. Crazy. You have you have you're on the billboard, this and the third, you're selling out the shows, but it's my fact of just watch how you treat your fans, my man. You know what I mean? You just got to where you got to get to, and you're already dealing with so many other personal things with your family members and cousins yeah. and people passing away. Yeah. Just watch how you're moving. You know what I mean? Like little boozy and uh little Nas X. Mm-hmm. Little boozy keeps talking crap to little Nas yeah. X, and little Nas X said. It's trolling him back now, and he don't like it. He's like, boy, tell you something, kill yourself. I and I like you, Boozy, but you wildin', bro. And yeah, like, I get it, I get it. Little Nas X is gonna continue trolling and doing what he has to do. What? Little Nas X Just trolls straight people to like his music, and I respect it. You don't have to like it, it's music. How hard but is he's it not doing nothing. One. How hard is it's it his to truth. Him, though? Like, he's living in his truth, and why? Is it that you can't just leave it alone? As a grown man, to engage in that and then to go off to that degree, talking about kill yourself and all of that. Hashtag, hashtag kill yourself. Hate yourself. Hashtag you hate yourself. That shouldn't even be a hashtag, quite frankly. You know, so people do the most. And (laughs) if you let yourself become emotionally charged to the point where you're speaking that to millions and possibly even billions of people, because remember, you write something. Even if you delete it, it's never deleted. It's digitally at all. Post and delete. Y'all, y'all do this shit like it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Immediately screenshot. I just, Kiana, I woke up today. You know, it's just holding people accountable for certain things. Jay Balvin, love your music. I spend it all the time. I DJ your music all the time. Season. This is why you woke up like that. I've been like, I've been feeling like that for a few days. It's. I'm waking up cutting people off. Like I'm not, I'm not faking the energy for you. I'm not, I'm got it for y'all. You better speak, and I'm here for it. Speak on we're we're here to speak in the truth. So to, and normally, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. VPR back to what I was saying. We're gonna touch on a few topics before we get up out of here because you know the minutes are going by. But Jay yeah, Balvin, love his music, yes. loving everything that he does. But what he just did with that bad video is not cool. Having black women on chains walking him around. Now you want to apologize, bro. Wild. You had thirty thousand, you had thirty people around you recording that video watching you. And nobody this. thought no was- one said anything. You got black girls on leashes. Go VPR, go check this out. You got black girls on leashes, bro. Walking them. Hot and you already know that you, you can't you can't say you didn't know that was like nothing was gonna happen. I get it. It might be just be a song, but optics, my brother. Optics. I don't want you to get canceled for that. And I like you. 
And I personally don't think you know it. I mean, as far as like you mean it, but it's done. It's done. It's, it's done. A deal, and you can't take it back. You can you can take down the video. It doesn't matter. But you have to think about this. You just took down the video. We don't know how much thousands and millions was going into that song for promotion. Because Jay Balvin is not on no small, no small stage. He he just had the McDonald's meal along with Travis Scott and all these other people. Right. So for you to just to have that, and then mess up like that and mess up your bag. And that's why I said it's so important to have the right team of people around you, right? Because people that'll let you do some nonsense like that. <clears throat> Come on. You need to question it, right, bro? It's like so many people around you. Directors, this director, it had to get pushed through Vivo, all these different channels you to get it treatment. to where you need to be. You put the visuals into the treatment. Like this went through so many different hands and everybody was cool with it. Wow. And on, you know, you know what I mean. It's the seventh week. Drake is still topping the charts. That that doesn't surprise anyone, you know. No, I just respect to any, I, you know what it is for me, Kiana. I, I give respect to any hip hop artist that can top the charts Absolutely. for seven, eight weeks because hip hop music it's is consumed so quickly. Yeah. That an album will be up there one week and, and then go on the next. Yeah, you're absolutely Because right. if if you were thinking about content wise, look at it like this. Nas just dropped an album what two weeks, three weeks, four weeks ago. Well, I think it's longer than that, no? A month, two months? What is it? Well, Hit Boy? Two months. Maybe two, it was two like, months or so. You get what I'm saying? How long did that one stay on the charts? Whereas the Drake. So it's not like it's a content disparity. It's just wow. more of a thing where mm -hmm. I respect any hip hop act. Because normally I, we don't yeah. see them. Yeah. We don't see them sitting up there for all these charts. But yeah, VPR, that's just some of the quick outtakes that I, you know, me and Kiana sat down and, uh, Wanted to discuss with you guys, and uh, hopefully you want to come here every Thursday. Of course, we have a plethora of interviews that we have to drop for you guys. Go on our YouTube. All of them go straight there after uh, we finish doing the live, so go you can always rewatch them. That's right. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you tune in. This is actually our last show for the month, and then our last show until December, because we're going to be taking a little hiatus in November. So we definitely but, want to wish you all a great you know, upcoming Thanksgiving feast if you celebrate and just a wonderful month. Um, I think we've moved into Scorpio season. Like FMI was just saying, it's a it's a great time to really own your truth and speak out, know your values, speak out on things that you want, um, manifest them into your life. We're, we're going to be hitting the end of, a, of 2021 soon. So think about that. We're at the cliff of 2022 look back at 2021 and say have i accomplished everything okay let me see where i can fast track what i need to prioritize um that's kind of where i am right now so i'm going to time accordingly i know we're going to get a lot accomplished and um you know, hopefully <clears throat> also come back with some, some pretty big announcements yes and vpr do not worry do not fret of course we will be bringing you content throughout the month every thursday i will be posting weekly i will be posting different topics and we can just do two minute discussions where even if i hop on the live and just talk to you guys we'll throw energy back and forth and you could join the discussion live on vpr radio every thursday yes indeed and make sure you also visit our website www.vprradio.org and you can subscribe get our newsletter um and catch up on everything that we're doing but we will see you soon we appreciate you brother you know i always appreciate you and i want you guys to walk in light and continue those small acts of kindness that laura was talking about because i'm telling you they're life-changing vpr radio man we'll see you in december take care guys stay tuned
pay attention to VPR org on our website and I'll check you out in a few. Yeah, man.